0: It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusanowski and Drew Ramenda. Welcome to Calgary, Alberta. Seems like forever since we've been here, and it's true. It's been a year. We haven't been here since last season. And tonight, the San Jose Sharks play their first game in a series against a Pacific Division opponent. It's the Sharks and the Calgary Flames. Remember last night in Winnipeg, there were many things you could take out of the game that were very positive. After all, Winnipeg is one of the best teams in the NHL. They really are. And the score was only 1-0. It could have been 1-1 if Anthony Duclair had been able to get that one goal that was out in front that Mark Scheifele stopped. And of course, there were a couple of other chances, but... Uh, bottom line is that the Sharks didn't generate enough offense, yet their defensive structure and their defensive commitment seemed to be very, very good. And, of course, Kapo Kakkanen, in an unusual situation, was the number one star in a game in which the other goalie got a shutout.
1: Yeah, Kapo was fantastic. He was the best player on the ice. He was pressured a lot by the Winnipeg Jets, especially by Shifley's line, which which was a dominant line. But overall, I agree with you. The Sharks, in their own zone, played Pretty well um, against the other three lines. They spent a lot of time in their end, but they didn't break down completely. There were there were opportunities, fantastic opportunities for the Jets. But overall, I liked their effort. And there were some guys that I thought took a had a nice game last night. Their their try has been there. Their compete level has been there, or was there last night? Can't make the big general statement. So. Back-to-back now against the Calgary Flames, they're gonna have to do the same thing. They're gonna have to play even better. The one aspect where they need to play better is they can't go those long stretches without having any offensive zone pressure at all. There were just, I wanna say Danny, maybe three times in last night's game where the Sharks actually had pressure on in the offensive zone and it got snuffed out pretty quickly. The Sharks are gonna have to get away through the neutral zone. Find a way through the neutral zone, and then get something going in the offensive zone. You can't play defense all night.
0: Well, no, and in fact, to your point, one of the extended periods the Sharks had of any offense was the first five minutes of the game, and that that's it. And then there's 55 other minutes where you're not doing it. Yeah. I, I was really stunned by how much Winnipeg dominated the action for the final 15 yeah. minutes of that first period. They just looked like world beaters, and they weren't scoring, and they are having trouble scoring. Yeah. But it's it's only a matter of time for these guys if they keep playing like
1: that. Yeah, agree. And and the the Winnipeg Jets are an outstanding hockey club. But again, you can't just keep playing defense all the time. You've got to have the puck. You've got to be able to initiate some stuff. It wasn't an overly physical game, one of their keys would be physical. I just think they were because they weren't able to get to pucks, they weren't able to, to initiate, they weren't able to be aggressive in the offensive zone and get in on a forecheck. That, that's why the physical aspect wasn't there. The, the overall aspect of the game, though, when you look at it is that the Sharks have got to, and I know it's tough because you're missing Hurdle, you're missing Couture, missing Matt Benning, you know, we, we know all the teams and the guys are missing, and we don't know yet about what's going on with Nico Sturm, but overall the Sharks have got to just, I think, simplify the way that they're attacking. There was a, there was a few opportunities where they got into the zone and did pretty well, but they need to, I think, develop some sort of, we're gonna put it here, we're gonna get after it, we're gonna be physical, and we're gonna possess the puck. We're gonna be aggressive um, offensively, aggressive with our skating.
0: You know who I think the poster child for all lot of this for tonight? Ryan Carpenter. Yeah. Ryan Carpenter last night was 7-2 and two on face-offs, and he really, it, sometimes you can, uh, when I look at players on the ice, sometimes you can see them think, and I don't know how to describe it any other way. You're watching them on the ice do something, and you're watching them think as the game is going on. In his case, you're watching him work and think. He's, he, he knows where he's supposed to be, and he's doing that extra effort to get there. But uh, the seven and two on faceoffs was a big deal last night because the Sharks really struggled in that area.
1: Yeah, they did. Um, I thought Ryan Carpenter was one of the standout guys last night. I thought Nico was as well until he got injured.
0: That was a tough situation.
1: That was a very tough. Yeah, it was him seeing bounce off the ice like that. It was never good, especially when he grabbed his head right away. Um, I thought that. Kaelin Addison played well. You know, he, had, he was motivated with his family there. I thought that, that, I liked Burroughs, except for the giveaway that ended up in, in that, but that happens. Um, I thought Granlin and Zetterlin worked, tried, but I think they were frustrated last night and that things weren't going in their direction. There, there were some positives, but you're right. Ryan is one of those guys, I think you, David Quinn's looking at him and thinking, you know what, we've got a player here this is a guy that you can you can use and you can trust and he can he's versatile he can play the wing and but also i really like him at center
0: i think that the long-term look for ryan carpenter with all due respect to who he is and what he does i love the way he plays is that if you're mike greer you're trying to find a guy that's better than he is so he's your first recall from the ahl which is kind of what he was with the new york rangers every time he played for the rangers he was always good when he was in the nhl then he would go back to the ahl be a point a game guy um I'm sure Ryan probably wouldn't like to hear me say that, but I think in the bigger picture, you try to do that. In his case, he's going to try to prove you wrong right. and make sure that he stays, and so therefore you've got competition.
1: Yeah, if you're a really, really good team, one of the top teams in the league, yeah, Ryan would be on the bubble, right? But he'd be that guy that he would be your first call-up. You'd love him because of the way his attitude is. you love him the fact that because of his work ethic. you love him the fact that, that I'll do whatever you need, coach. Put me in, and I'll go. And so... But with the Sharks, he's a guy that, now, will be top three, top top two, maybe, if it depends on what's in the situation with Nico, where he's gonna be situated. But again, give me a guy with something to prove. Give me a guy with a chip on his shoulder. I'll put him on my team every day of the week, because I want him to, to stick it to the naysayers and go, yep, we'll see. And then go and
0: do it. I want you to put your coaching hat on for a second, because I think I'm going to ask David Quinn something about this on our Coach's Chalkboard Show today. And that is Kyle Burroughs, we are talking about him. We yeah. had him on the air. He did a lot of really good things in the game. However, yeah. the one goal that gave up, he was trying to do the right thing. Yet he turned the puck over, but he was trying to do the right thing. And his intentions, to use one of David Quinn's yeah. phrases, were very good. How do you deal with that as a coach? How do you talk to a guy... And say, you can't do that, but by the same time pat him on the back for trying to do the right thing. What do you do there?
1: Well, I think you you walk over to him today sometime and maybe even show him a video and say, okay, tell me what you were thinking. And you go through it and you go, okay, is there a better approach to this? Let's look at it. I understand what you're doing and I, I don't. I'm not arguing with it, your execution wasn't there. Execution's gonna lack sometimes. Execution is you can have all the plans in the world, but in order to execute it, sometimes you can't do it. So you talk to him about it and say, Okay, I liked your idea, but was there a better way to go here? And just let him talk through it. But overall, you probably don't really need to say much to Kyle mm-hmm. because he is a veteran player. He understands. He was his reaction after that was was pretty telling. But at the same time, I think you gotta you gotta open the door for a dialogue to explore the options.
0: I think you're right. I think the best thing you do is just throw them right out there.
1: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And you know, you know, people are gonna make mistakes. It's a game of mistakes, and that's how goals get scored.
0: But that mistake wasn't all him, was it? I mean, after all, there there was a forward that was supposed was to be there?
1: there. Was it Zetterlund? I there? thought so. It was, it was, I can't remember. Was some, was. I can't remember
0: yeah. if it was him or went somebody off. else. Yeah,
1: it went off. The first one was high. It went off his shoulder, trying to get out, and then he gets it gets it back, and then he just gives it away. That's seeing that first. My thing is, get away from pressure, get away from pressure, get away from pressure. Move your feet, get away from pressure. And he, tra- Kyle kept trying to, to kept. twice he went to pressure, because there was a man there. You can't pass to a covered man. Even if you try to bank it out, out of the zone, you can't bank it out of the zone when pressure is there. So get your feet moving, find the open ice. He could have, there was open ice there. But again... From our perspective like the great jeff norton used to say me pretty easy from up there eh, drew and i just go yeah there is actually really easy from there
0: (laughs) well and related to that the hit that logan stanley had on nico sturm we didn't see it as a slew foot but some other people uh did because we didn't get the same camera angle and that was in the far right wing corner It looked like it could have been an accidental situation. I'm sure the league will deal with that if it really was the case. But bottom line is the Sharks today are on the air. We're on at 5.30 Pacific time. Brett Hedekin will be with me today. And we'll have an exciting game against the Calgary Flames with Mackenzie Blackwood in goal. So be with us then. Thanks for joining us now on the Sharks Morning Skate. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate.